Welcome back to Off the Cuff Sports. It's just me, Lim, today. I'm going to hit you with a solo pod um, and just kind of go over the MLB season so far. I know we normally don't talk about this on our normal uh, weekend pod, but you can't really forget about baseball. But uh, let's get started on this. We're just going to go over a little bit of the standings and kind of review who I have winning the AL and NL Cy Young's MVP awards and some surprise teams that are doing well uh, this year. But starting off, we're going to go with our National League. The National League is full of surprises this year between teams that are battling it out with the Padres and the Dodgers, how the NL East is not doing too well as a whole, and the NL Central, uh, you have some teams that are, are in the midst of a rebuild, but it looks like we're in for the same old, same old with them. But let's let's go ahead and start off with the NL Central. Uh, the Cardinals are currently leading the division with the Brew Crew right behind them. Nothing too surprising there, but uh, if you look at the Cubs, the Cubs are going to be interesting going into the All-Star break. They're going to want to load off some of their players, and right now they're sitting a few games under 500. But expect the Cubs, I I don't expect much for them, but uh, expect them to drop down drastically in the standings. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see them end up in last place this year. Um, given that Chris Bryant's probably going to be gone by uh, the trade deadline. I'm not sure if they're going to try to hold on to players like uh, Jason Hayward, but it's, it's going to be a rough go uh, for it for the Cubs. And right now the Reds are trending up despite their, their brawls that uh, are going on with the team. Pirates are just, you know, they're the Pirates. Nobody's on the team. Um, looking at the NL East, a lot of people going into the year, they would have expected the NL East to be one of the top leagues in uh, or top divisions in the MLB. You have essentially four teams that could make deep playoff runs with the Phillies, the Nationals, the Mets, and the Braves. And surprisingly no team has really stood out and taken a hold of uh, the NL East you have only one team even at 500 with that being the Phillies and then the entire division between first and fifth place is only separated by two games so you have uh, these teams that are battling out day in day out and nobody's really separating themselves to where they look like a championship contender. I think each team in the NL East has some major flaws. You know, the Braves, they have terrible bullpen right now, um, which is crazy because they're at their top bullpen reliever last year, and Melanson went on to the Padres, and he's doing extremely well right now. You have the Mets, who don't have the hitting right now, the Nationals just seem, can't seem to get it together. They're also looking to um, trade some of their pitchers. And the Phillies, even though they're the best in the league or in the NL East right now, they just always seem to be one or two pieces away. That It can never click for them. Each team just has its own flaws. The Marlins are still up and coming. They're a bad away from being real contenders. And one interesting note, this may be the Marlins' year to actually win the NL East, and they'll it'll be their first NL East crown. 
but I don't even think they're trying to win it. Even though, despite making the playoffs last year, they're not moving in the team of, or in the way that a team would move if they were trying to win the division. That brings us to the NL West. I think this is the division to watch for the entire year. Uh, You have right now the Padres and the Dodgers beginning, I guess, a rivalry, you could say. They met in the playoffs last year, and and they have some rising talents in Fernando Tatis and Mookie Betts. But this, these two ball clubs are, are going to be in for the long run. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch that play out. But that's not even the most interesting thing about the NL West. Right now, the Giants are winning the NL West um, by a decent margin over the Padres and the Dodgers. And I don't think anybody even had them going into the year within their top, I would say, top three of the NL West. Um, I'm not sure what actually clicked for them, but they seem to be winning all of their home games. They're doing extremely well, um, considering they have two of the top teams in the NL playing alongside them. Uh, It helps that the Rockies are there. I think the Rockies are the worst team in baseball. And they're going to get significantly worse as soon as they trade Trevor Story this year. But the NL West is going to be a, a good watch for the rest of the year. Be on the lookout. I think whoever wins the NL is going to be coming out of the NL West. And moving on to the American League. You have, looking at the AL East, you have the usual contenders with the Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Rays um, at the top of the division. But this entire division, it looks like they're they're fairly strong. Baltimore is finally putting it together and, and putting out a decent team. Um, the Blue Jays are kind of clicking now. Um, they put on a nice little win streak recently. Um, and then the Rays and the Yankees, they may have started a little slow, but they've picked it up some um, moving forward. Of course, the Red Sox are... I would consider the best team in the AL right now, but they're still only two and a half games up against the Yankees and the Rays. So that that entire division, any team could really win it. Um, but I expect whoever to win this division, it was probably going to be a wild card team um, coming from this division as well. They're going to do extremely well going into the playoffs. Moving to the AL Central. You have the White Sox and the surprise Royals team. The Royals um, are kind of in a rebuild mode, but kind of actually at the end of their rebuild. Um, They put some players together, even though they've been out of the playoffs recently, but they're finally showing up. So the Royals have some good players coming up now. Um, They're doing extremely well. They're scoring. They have one of the top um, pitchers in Danny Duffy right now. Uh, Do I expect them to continue where they're at right now? No, but given that we're one month in, kudos to them. Uh, The Tigers, I have no idea what they're doing. Um, I know I said the, the Rockies will probably be the worst team in baseball, but... um. 
I was not expecting Detroit to be this bad. And I, I don't expect them to continue to be this bad. They don't, they just don't look competitive at all. Um, even their top players aren't doing well. If you look at uh, Scoobal or Casey Mize, they're not pitching well. Um, it's just, you know, the team is rebuilding. They're, they're looking to the youth right now. Um, but yeah, they're, they're not doing well. Uh, moving on to the AL West. We have the Athletics winning right now. It's the first year back with really fans in all the stadiums. And I think it's showing with the Astros that the fans have not forgotten. Um, recently, the Astros played in, at Yankee Stadium and F-bombs were flying. The booze and the trash cans were all banging. And I think their per- performance in their division right now kind of shows the impact of this uh yes the athletics are good and they they have been playing like one of the top teams in in the al do i think they're a real contender no i don't think they have the firepower to compete with a team like boston or or new york or the rays um but they're doing well and i think just the rest of the division is not competing with them uh you could look at the Mariners. I don't, I don't consider the Mariners a top team, but they'll be in the playoffs, I believe. I think they would be one of those other wild card teams. Um, but even though Oakland has kind of slowed, I think they're the team to beat right now. Uh, one team look forward to um, watching right now is the Angels. The Angels have two MVP caliber players with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Yet they are sitting near the bottom of their division and they have been there consistently um, the past few years despite having both of these players. I do not expect Mike Trout to stay with the Angels too much longer if they cannot find a way to field a team that can win. Um, Shohei is doing everything that he can to win. So it's Mike Trout. I have Mike Trout winning the AL um, MVP. And we can kind of segue into that in a second. But if you have an MVP caliber player and Mike Trout, you have someone who's a pitcher and a hitter in Shohei Otani. And Otani's still putting up the MVP hitting numbers. You've got to find a way to win. There's no excuse. And moving on to our AL and NL predictions. Um, I'm going to start with MVPs. Like I said, um, I think Mike Trout should win the AL MVP. I would not be surprised if his teammate Shohei won, um, if not him. But... um, those are my top two players. It'll be interesting to see if anybody else makes a run for it. You have Byron Buxton, who's doing extremely well, but I don't consider him an MVP caliber player. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is doing well for the Blue Jays, but my issue with him is he hasn't been consistently good. Um, he's still a young player. He's got you know time to grow. But outside of 
Mike Trout and Shohei. I don't think there's any true contenders in the AL. Um, it's definitely different with the NL. Um, right now, I believe Ronald Acuna will be the second um, straight Braves player to win the NL MVP. But there's also players like Bryce Harper who are doing extremely well. You have JT Real Muto, who's uh, on the cusp of having a, a pretty solid season. I expect Mookie Betts to be in the conversation by the uh, end of the year. And, you know, it's, it's really up for grabs in the NL. I'm not going to say that uh, Ronald Acuna is the definite winner, but he he's going to have to have his work cut out for him. Um, with that, I also want to mention that Jacob deGrom, if he comes back healthy, he was recently injured. But um, if he continues to pitch the way he does, despite the, the Mets' issues and in, in hitting, he could also win the NL MVP and the NL Cy Young. Um, I'm not sure who the last pitcher was to win both the MVP and the Cy Young, and I'm not even sure if anybody's done that. But um, if anybody could do it, Jacob deGrom can. He's the best pitcher in baseball right now, far far past anybody else it's unfortunate that he's got to waste his prime uh, with the Mets though but uh moving on to our NL Cy Young like I said Jacob DeGrom should win it but also Clayton Kershaw is having a bounce back year uh he's doing extremely well he's pitching like his old self um I just hope he carries that into the playoffs because he hasn't been the most impactful playoff pitcher and then also in the MVP con- or Cy Young conversation, you also have Joe Musgrove with the Padres. The Padres are putting together a pretty solid year um, considering where where they were at last year. Uh, they have the pitchers now, they have the bullpen, and they have, of course, Fernando Tatis and, and uh, Manny Machado. So they have the players. It's, it's just whether or not they're going to win. I think between the pitching and, and the hitting, them and the Dodgers are, are really going to battle it out. Uh, moving on to the AL MVP or the AL Cy Young. Uh, this year, it, it's, it's up in the air for me. Uh, you have players like Garrett Cole and Shane Bieber who are, I would say, traditional candidates but they're just not off to the hot start that you would expect from an MVP. Um, Danny Duffy with the Royals um, is doing extremely well. You have John Means and Tyler Glass now who are consistently uh, pitching in the top uh, top tier pitchers, but nothing stands out. It, it's not like a Jake DeGrom where or uh, Clayton Kershaw, Joe Musgrove, where you have actual aces and and they're just completely dominating hitters. Uh, Danny Duffy is the closest to that, but do I expect him to to do that the entire year? I I can't put my money on it. Um, I do want to give out some honorable mentions to a couple of players uh, who may not be in the ranks of, I guess, an MVP or a Cy Young, but they're having a great year, 
and they should at least get some sort of uh, recognition for it. Number one, uh, Jose Ramirez. He's playing for a terrible Cleveland team. I know how how bad that is. You have no one around you. Um, you're just kind of going through the motions, and and you're your only. You're the team's only hitter. You're doing extremely well. Keep it up. And then also my uh, NL Silver Slugger winner for the pitching spot, Huascar uh, Yanoa. He has hit homers in back-to-back games as a pitcher. And this last game, he has hit a grand slam. Surprisingly good, especially for a young pitcher. And his pitching rivals the like of Shohei Otani, where he can hit, but also his pitching's like actually good. Like he he's a young ace in the making. A couple of straight outings where he's given up maybe one run and has played deep into the ball games. And that for a young pitcher to consistently do that, that's that's extremely good for him. Uh, those are I would say my sleepers of the year. And lastly, let's uh go over who I expect to do well and and to win a potential World Series. Um, Going back over to the National League, I don't give the NL Central any chance of making it to the World Series. Um, There's too many issues with the Brewers and the Cardinals. The Cubs are are going to be a selling ball club, so they're not going to have a playoff run this year. I think we could just eliminate them for the discussion. I'm looking at, honestly, four teams that have a shot at making the World Series. You have two out of the NL West with the Dodgers and the Padres. And then you also have the Braves and the Phillies. The Phillies have the bats to make it to the World Series. It's whether or not Bryce Harper and JT Real Muto will stay healthy. Um, would I bank on it? Probably not, but they have the roster to make it. The Braves are two bullpen um, players away, and with as deep as a farm system that they have, they could find a way to trade for someone um, or even go out in the free agency market right now, get at least a serviceable uh, bullpen arm. Those two teams, out of at least out of the NL East, I expect to make deep runs, and one of one of these teams should meet up with one of the teams for the NL West for the National League. I expect the Dodgers to ultimately make it out of the NL um, this year, but I would not be surprised if the Padres or or the Braves or the Phillies to make it. But I expect the Dodgers. It helps when you have a payroll where you can afford every all-star in the league, um, similar to the Yankees. And then moving over to the American League, I honestly think this is a two-horse race between the Red Sox and the Yankees. Um, Even though I could see the Rays making the playoffs, I could see um, the Athletics, I guess, making a run only because there's, there's not that many solid teams in the AL. The White Sox are good, but they're not the hitters that they were last year. 
Um, I expect the Red Sox and the Yankees to kind of dominate the AL, especially in the playoffs. You have a Yankees team that started off fairly slow. Um, they are making a lot of mental errors, weren't hitting the ball as good as they should, but they're probably going to turn around. I'm, I'm positive that they can make a nice run. Um, the Red Sox have been a complete team. I, you know, I can't go and say anything negative about either team. With this being just a month into the year, I don't want to dig myself into a hole and, and write off teams. But um, Tigers, Twins, Rockies, y'all prepare for the draft. You know, sell your top players, get get a farm started, and and we'll see you next time. This is just a short pot, um, just kind of going over the MLB so far. But with that, thank you for listening in and tuning in to Off The Cuff Sports. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Give us a like on Facebook and uh, we'll catch you next week.